0: Episode 4 of the ER Nurse Uncensored. I have to tell you, this is a totally one-off decision to make this show. I've done other podcasts and other arenas for different reasons, but this is the first time I've really attacked this head-on. And for the past couple of months, I've just been writing down a lot of notes I have a shift and then I write some stuff down and then I'm driving to work and I write some stuff down. And I think there was a certain point where I was avoiding some of the real internal stuff. I was looking more externally, but now I want to kind of internalize some of this stuff and see if this resonates with any of you who are in the industry. I'm I'm assuming a majority of the people who listen to this can either relate to what I'm talking about based on their job, or they are actually a nurse, or they work in the ER in different capacity, whatever it is. Maybe some of this just sort of hits home with you. But one thing that I've really come across recently is is me judging people like crazy. (laughs) I cannot help it. I don't want to say it's one of my favorite things to do, but I always just sort of look for behavior patterns in people. And I feel like for the past, you know, I guess it's close to 18, 19, 20 years, I've been doing some form of this whether it be in an EMS capacity or as a, as a firefighter or, or as a nurse, that I've seen tens of thousands of people and had to you know analyze their behavior, how they talk, how they speak, how they walk in the door, how they, how they treat strangers, people were are trying to help them. And I got to tell you, my judgment radar, my red flag indicator, all these things are honed like honed. I can, I can tell someone's going to be a fucking problem from me watching them on the camera. The security cameras walking in the building. I'm like, Oh, this is going to be a fucking mess. And 99 times out of a hundred, I'm right. And I hate to tell you that lay person, lay people, we judge you almost immediately. If not immediately, why are you there? How are you treating us? How do you treat yourself? the reason that you're there and we talk shit behind your back the entire time that you're there. I know you don't want to hear it, but we do. You may think, Oh, this nurse is going to keep it to themselves. And they walk out of the room and around everybody else. Nope. Wrong. We talk shit. We judge you. We laugh at you, whatever it may be. We're pissed off and that's how it works. Because we've been having to endure listening to your bullshit for a long time. Now, those who are really, truly sick, I wanna kinda compliment Sandwich just a little bit. There are no group of people I would rather have around me than ER nurses who know what the fuck they're doing in a time where I'm really sick, because they yearn for these times to help people who actually fucking need it. It feels rare. Like we have to trudge through all this bullshit and then get to someone who's actually sick. It's like, boom, let's jump on it. There's that internal desire to actually do the thing that we were trained to do, the thing that we were being paid to do. But now the status of how things are, which we've covered on previous episodes, is that it frustrates us to no end that we have to just put up with a bunch of bullshit all day long. But then when someone really sick comes in, it's like, fuck, finally, go time. Let's do this. And that's what we crave. But the rest of the time, it's like, what the fuck, dude? What are you doing? And we judge. And we judge really, really hard. Like, you have to sell us on why you're there. I've always had this idea. I've joked about it all the time where I'm like, we should have, like, ER Idol. Like, American Idol. We should just have, like, five people in the lobby. That was an odd number, you know, so you can get a winner whether it be a doctor or nurses or whatever, and you go, okay, pitch me on why you're here. What's going on? What's happening? And then like three of the five have to approve of you even coming back to be seen. Because (coughs) one, I think that would be entertaining as fuck, but two, it would put people in perspective like, no, that's not something that we do here. And you need to go take care of yourself and go handle it with a primary doctor or whatever. The problem is, Like we covered before, these primary doctors are pussies and they just keep sending everything to the ER anyway. So, that being said, that judgment that I try so hard to like rip out of my soul and be like, no, look at everyone on a singular level and try to evaluate everyone as an individual. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. I try. I try really, really hard. But as soon as they walk in, and I'm like, fuck, I know what this is all about. And that touches on the loser uniform. This might upset some people. I don't fucking care because I did this show to say things like this. So people who do this can say, yeah, I thought the same thing. You're not alone. This is the loser uniform. It's, let me paint a quick picture, it's Tuesday at 2 p.m. This is prime working hours from a lot of people, most people. If you're 23 and you come shuffling, I want to say walking, shuffling into the ER wearing pajama pants and a cartoon-oriented t-shirt, let me just say like a SpongeBob shirt, or... Or you know Ren and Stimpy, or something Disney and weird, and you come strolling in with that and your little huggy pillow, and your pajama pants, and your dumbass retarded Crocs with all your charms on it, and you saying that your belly hurts, and you maybe have a little bit of weed on you, a little stench of weed on you. Um, this is the loser uniform. I, I need you to go to work. I need you to get your shit together and go to work. And I need you to respect yourself to the point where you can, one, take care of yourself to a minimal amount. Uh, but also, can we just look presentable to the rest of society? I, I know, I know, you may have had the perception you're giving up on life already at the age of 23. But if you want to have any chance of success in any capacity in life, I need you to step up what you're doing with with yourself here. One, can you not come to the emergency room every time your belly hurts? Okay? We've all had our belly hurt before. Act accordingly. That's a a phrase you're probably going to hear a lot during the the run of this show. Act accordingly. Two... um, it's Tuesday and I know Hey, maybe it's your day off. That's fine. But if this is your fourth time in the ER this month for your belly, my belly hurts and we never find anything wrong with you. And you just keep coming back because you're fucking bored. You have nothing else to do. And you just want to feel loved for a few hours. Um, we don't have time for this. We don't. And if you could just maybe throw some shorts on and, and you can, you can throw away those Crocs because you're an adult uh, Crocs are for children. And I don't even think children should be wearing them, they should be for nobody. Okay, I'm not sure if you know this, but when they did the movie Idiocracy, they had to make those shoes for Idiocracy based on the fact that these are so ridiculous that only mildly retarded people who have so few brain cells left that they wouldn't even care what's on their feet. That's what Crocs were in that movie, and now they're real things. So hate to, hate to break it to you. But if you're an adult... Adults, if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and above, you should not be wearing Crocs. It is a signal to all the smart people out there that there's something wrong with you, that we're already, you're already behind the eight ball. So let's, let's figure that out. Let's get that moving. But you're wearing the loser uniform, thus you're going to be judged like a loser, I will never. I don't have children yet, but my wife and I talked about it. We will never, ever, 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 ever let our children go somewhere looking like a piece of shit. Now, if you're sick and you know we're just taking you over to grandma's house to go to, you know, to go on on vacation and we're just going to the store and we got to get some medicine, that's different. If we're going out in public, let's let's look somewhat presentable. I know you're going to the emergency room, but you're going for a bullshit reason. Also, you may be also carrying like a Wendy's bag. I forgot that little accessory, a Wendy's bag and uh, maybe a a coffee from Wawa. Okay. We're not impressed, nor are we really in any mood to deal with you uh, because we've seen you too much. So loser uniform, you're wearing it. We're judging you already. (laughs) This now goes to the main topic of the day, which is I have lost my ability, and I think a lot of people have, in talking to them, working with them, just their overall ability to be baseline nice. Uh, I hate to break this to all the people who don't do this job. The niceness that you see out of a lot of people who work in the ER is totally fabricated. It may even be like, induced by some kind of medicine that they're taking. Okay? So I just want to let you know that it's sometimes we're struggling to be nice. And, and, and management, which is something we're going to talk about in our next episode, which is going to be um, leadership in the emergency room, which is going to be a very entertaining topic, um, <coughs> excuse me, are fascinated with making sure that everyone's nice to everyone all the time because they worry about all their, their scores for all these surveys and all the other bullshit that doesn't matter. But we're having difficulty mustering up all this niceness, especially if you're treating us like garbage. But that's the expectation, hey, we gotta be nice because they're gonna do a survey and it's gonna make me look bad as a leader even though I don't really care about you as a person and I just see you as a number and someone who's could potentially get me get fired. And I need you to be nicer because it reflects poorly on me. So I have I personally, and even confiding in people that I work with, like I said, are ha- I'm having difficulty being nice. I'm just like, okay, great, you're here. Let me take your vital signs and I'm going to walk out of the room. And then people will say like, oh, he doesn't seem like he's in a good mood. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not in a good mood. I'm just in a neutral mood. I'm neutral that you're here. I'm, I'm neutral on a scale of one to 10. I am, I am locked and loaded on a five. I'm a five that you're here. Now, if you're super nice and you know, you got a legitimate complaint, Hey, you might, you might tick me up to a six or seven. Look out. I'm actually tell a little joke while I'm in the room or something. Otherwise I'm just a five or five or below like the store. I'm just five and below. Not impressed. I'm not over the moon about it. I'm not like totally pissed off. Maybe I, know, maybe I am internally, but I'm not going to tell you I'm pissed off. So I come in and be like, hi, why are you here? What's going on? Great. How tall are you? How much do you weigh? you have any allergies? Great. Uh, here your vital signs. Okay, doctor will be here in a few minutes. Done. I, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, that's so terrible. It hurts me internally. My soul hurts for you. I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. I'm not. I've been doing this too long and in too many places to start exuding all of my emotional damage that I feel because of your ailment. I don't care. If I do care, I'll show it a little bit. I have a very difficult time. Mustering up fake niceness. I just feel like I should be authentic. But if the authenticity involves me telling you that you look retarded and you're here for a reason that's complete bullshit and really you're wasting my time and yours, I'll, I'll, I'll veer away from that. But otherwise, I'll be a four or five. I'll just sit there. I'm neutral. So just leave me alone. I, I, I'm trying. Uh, just get, I'm getting through the shift. All right. Now, some may call this burnout, but you want us to stay with longevity in this career. But leadership, management, these corporations, they don't give a fuck about us. And we have limited options when it comes to where we can work. So we're just trying to sometimes we're just trying to get through it. You know, maybe I haven't had lunch yet and I'm maybe a little bit fucking moody. Um, maybe my, my nurse manager fucking sucks. Maybe where I'm working is really far from my house because I had to float there because they were short-staffed and now I have a, you know an hour drive home and I'm not looking forward to it or whatever. And all the management says, leadership says, like, oh, you know, but while you're here, you got to put on your best face. It's like, I'll put on a face. I'll give you a face. I won't give you like a, a, a sad or a bad face. I'll just give you a face. Hello, I'm here. I'm going to give you medicines. And I'm going to, I'm going to walk out of the room. Listen, if you're from my hometown or like I said, you're being respectful, which we don't get a lot. This is why I'm saying this. I might sit down with you and chat for like 25 seconds, but I have to go. I have other things to do. I have documentation to take care of. I got someone probably emailing me some bullshit that I didn't get done. And uh, yeah, so Sorry. We don't have time to nurture all these, they want us to nurture these relationships. I don't have time to nurture our relationship. Just trying to get through it. And I hate to say it, I wish it was better, but this is the industry that we've created for ourselves. A vast majority of nursing, of nursing staff are just like these people fucking suck sometimes. Not all the time, just sometimes. Don't expect me to go over the fucking moon to try to get them to feel so welcome and happy. It's not going to happen. I'm <laughs> sorry. I know you wanted to. It's not. So we are judging you. It's part of our coping mechanism, routine. Just We're just testing ourselves with our behavior observation. That's what I do. And trust me, this is not like a stereo, stereotype thing or a, or a racial thing or a classist thing. This is just a human thing. I'm watching and I'm going, nope. I'm like, oh, that person seems like they have their, maybe the most minimal shit together in their life. Good for them. I'm happy. But that's what I'm doing. Cause, mostly because I'm just bored. You're, a lot of what comes in is yeah okay it's you're sick we've been doing this a while the doctors the nurses the people we've been doing this a little bit and once we get over the three year five year hump okay well it's time that we can just now just go on cruise control to a certain point we're you know we're trying to advance ourselves get our education and if we want to become you know a, a, a practitioner nurse practitioner a, a physician's assistant we want to go to med school that's that's great there's a lot of people who just are gonna be nurses for the rest of their life. And there's a reason why the good people don't want to be in management and in a leadership role. That's gonna be covered on episode five. Yes, I'm dropping a little teaser on you. But that's the that's the truth. I have been in management before. I've been in leadership positions before. I've done charge. I still do relief charge. But I, there's a reason why the really good people who we fucking love working with go there and either come right back or go there and don't last. And they either get let go or fired or they just try to transition out of it. There's a reason why, and we'll cover all that in episode five. (sighs) I feel like my back was tense while I was talking about all that. I just kind of had to like all that through my body. So if you are in this industry and what I just said for the last 18 minutes, is, is hitting you in a place that you feel, I want you to like, let me know, like, like you can send a direct message or, or, or through Instagram or comment on the, on the show, whatever. But, but this is something I want you to know. If you feel this way, you are 1000% not alone. So not alone. Just you're probably in the majority. If I had to make a guess, because ER is built different, dude, fucking built different. All right. So I guess get used to it. Um, all right. I'm going to go now. I try to keep these under 20 minutes or so. So I'm like right on the line. So hope you're having a great week and weekend. And uh, we're man, we're turning the corner almost into November. So 2024 is ahead of us. And um, it should be very interesting. Lots to come. So thanks for listening. And, and just if you want to share it with some of your friends or you want to subscribe, that'd be really cool too. I don't really give a shit. I don't make any money on this show i just do it because i want to connect with people and let you know that um we're thinking it too so i will talk soon see you later